Eight centuries ago, on the feast of St. Nicholas, December 6th, St. Thomas Aquinas was celebrating Mass when he received a divine revelation. At the time, he was about four-fifths through writing his magnum opus, the Summa Theologiae. The mystical encounter with God affected him so profoundly that he ceased writing completely. He said to his secretary, I can write no more. I have seen things that make my writings like straw. He died three months later, leaving us with the most influential work of theology and philosophy in the West, albeit incomplete. The fact that St. Thomas saw his vast writings as straw in comparison to the glory of God points to a profound truth, that the essential nature of God is ultimately unknowable to us on earth. God completely transcends the world which he created and cannot be contained by our limited minds. Like St. Thomas, when we begin to see this for ourselves, it elicits humility, awe, and reverence before God. And yet, we gather here right now to celebrate God's taking on of human flesh, a divine act that displays the total opposite of transcendence. The Gospel of John tells us that at the Incarnation, the Word dwelt among us, or literally, he pitched his tent among us. So God, the transcendent, unknowable King of the universe, left his dwelling in heaven to make his dwelling in our home. And our home, that is our human nature and the world we inhabit, is admittedly a bit messy. In fact, if we're honest, it's an utter disaster. We're all like hoarders of spiritual junk. Sin, vice, attachments, wounds, brokenness, unforgiveness, you name it. All of these things collect over time on our hearts cluttering around the image of God imprinted on our souls. When that image is obscured, we lose interior freedom and our sense of dignity. We're prevented from seeing ourselves the way God does as his unconditionally loved children. With the incarnation, God comes right into the thick of it all. He pitches his tent among us. He doesn't sit outside the messy house and wag his finger, but seeks entrance into the chaos so that he can clean it from within. St. Augustine famously said, God who created you without you will not save you without you. In other words, God did not ask for our consent to create us in his own image, but he does need our consent every step of the way 
to restore what we've lost by sin. Christ initially makes his dwelling among us at our baptism. He renews his stay at every confession, and he fortifies that dwelling at every worthy reception of Holy Communion. It's easy insofar as God does the hardest part, but consenting to God's divine healing comes at a cost. Just like the person who struggles with hoarding physical items, it is hard to surrender the many attachments that lie on our hearts. This process of surrendering to God is none other than sanctification, and it continues for our entire life. Thankfully, God is more patient with us than we are with ourselves. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He is ready to forgive us even in those difficult times when we can't forgive ourselves. God's love indeed is mysterious and beyond comprehension by even the likes of St. Thomas Aquinas. But his transcendence does not imply distance from us. Christ came to dwell among us and therefore desires to pitch his tent at the deepest core of your heart, in the messiest of rooms. God is nearer to you than you can ever comprehend because he is born to you this day as a child of Bethlehem. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.